The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and flat out, ladies and gentlemen, I am not surprised that Manchester United got their asses kicked by Manchester City. I gotta be honest, it seems like it has been forever, and I do mean forever, since we've had Premier League soccer. And previously, before this game, Manchester City's previous uh, Premier League encounter was September of, uh, excuse me, September 17th. So it's clear to me that Manchester City was dying to get back in the ring and they were dying for another fight. And well, they got that fight that they wanted and uh, they did what they simply do do best. They kicked ass. Uh, quite frankly, Erling Haaland did exactly what he does best. He just impressed. Another hat trick. I mean, as a matter of fact, Manchester City had two players with hat tricks. The other one would be Phil Foden. So how impressive is that? I mean, Erling Holland. I don't, I don't even know exactly, you know, so far about the hat-trick record in Premier League play, how fast he's got it. I mean, the dude is crushing Premier League records left and right. So that's that's where I'm going to leave it to. I mean, this is something that I would I would discuss with my boy Joe Maver, who's a diehard Metro City supporter. I would say, look, because I'm sure that he's badly overwhelmed with how amazing Erling Holland is with all the records he's breaking. So I would say, Joe... Let's keep it simple, and honestly, let's say it like it is. The dude is just continuing to break records left and right because that's the point, okay? Now, I'm not saying it doesn't matter what he accomplished because it does matter, but because he's done, he's already accomplished so much with Manchester City, to say it like it is overall, to just get straight to the point is, the bottom line is Erling Holland is a goal-scoring machine, and he's breaking records left and right. And let me take it one step further because Joe and I have spoken about this, okay? And this was actually one of the times where he was actually annoyed because people kept saying that Erling Holland would not fit in Pep Guardiola's um, playing system. Because, see, 
I've never really told the full story. I know that Joe listened to the show, and I know that he'll be listening to this. So, of course, me giving out, uh, giving a shout-out to Joe, the Send Network, Stoppage Time FC, also to my boy Zach Westrick, Rod Angeles, all the other guys, Julio Nunez, Ron Swanson. God bless you all. Look, I, I'm going to give the full story. And, Joe, since I, know that you, you, since I know that you'll be listening, I think it's about time that, we, that I tell the full story of our conversation because... Joe is usually calm, you know, humble like that. But this time, he, I could tell, even though this was chat, I knew that Joe was increasingly annoyed because people kept saying that Erling Holland would not fit in the system. I mean, it, it's no exaggeration. I saw this on Twitter, saw it on Facebook, you know, I saw it all over the place. Even, even on YouTube, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm like, guys, why are we so quick to judge? Why are, why are you guys being so quick to make such a decision or prediction or however you want to label it? I'm like, guys, I, this is what I told Joe. I'm like, Joe, I do believe Erling Haaland will, does fit. He, he, he's definitely going to fit in, but I just think that we don't want to rush the process. And Joe agreed. You got to give it some time because Erling Haaland, as great and as, as, as talented as he is, of course, there'll, there'll never again be another player quite as uh, unique and brilliant like him, even a player of his stature, a player of his talent, a player of his passion, dedication, blah, 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 he's going to need a, a certain amount of time to basically learn the playing system and kind of get used to it. Because he's, he was going from the Bundesliga League to the Premier League, okay? When you switch leagues, I mean, the play styles throughout Europe are different. I mean, the play style in Italy is not the same as, it, as in England. It's not the same in Germany. It's not the same in France, Spain, the Netherlands, you know, yada, 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 okay? But the bottom line is, any player with talent, when they go to a new league, they need the time to study. They got to do their homework. They got to practice. They got to basically, you know, learn the system. So that's why I told Joe, well, I'm not going to rush anything. I'm going to take my time with Holland. I'm not going to rush with anything. I know that Holland can certainly make an impact out of the blue. I don't doubt that. But if he doesn't, then it's no big deal. I'm not going to I'm not gonna overreact. That's basically what I told Joe. And I said, and, and Joe, since I know that you are just about as knowledgeable and as passionate a soccer as I am, I know that you, that you basically know exactly where I'm coming from. So I told Joe, look. If these people want to hate on Holland, fine, let them. Because when Holland does great things, they're gonna they're gonna feel so sick from eating their own words. You, my friend, are gonna have the last laugh. And I have no doubt in my mind, Joe. As you are listening to this, I cannot imagine the, the you the joy that you're feeling right now, because you, sir, right now are definitely having the last laugh. <laughs> so I mean. You know, for me, of course, you know, uh, my good buddy, Rod Angelus, who's a Manchester United supporter. I mean, he, he too, obviously felt the same way about Holland, like like that. And, and, and we're seeing it, so. Now, as, as far as Manchester United goes, I mean, it, it's honestly, I don't even know what to say. I mean, do, does Manchester United really want me to revert back to what I was saying earlier in the season, that they are so bad, that they have no passion no no vision, no aggression, and most importantly, no respect for the game. I mean, do I really have to go back to that attitude right there? Because I don't want to, but Manchester United, you are making me do this. Why do you have to do this? Why do you got to do this to me? Why do you got to put me in, in, in a ramp mode like this? Now, I know that Joe loves it, but Joe, obviously, me loving soccer, being a sports writer, I, don't know, I know that Joe doesn't want me going on these negative rants, even if it is Manchester United. 
Okay, well, if it's Manchester United, obviously Joe, <laughs> Joe definitely loves it because Joe, Joe and Zach, I know that those boys truly appreciate my humor and i you know, I, I can't thank them enough for the, for the, for the support and, and their, uh, their cheer, you know, their, their support and everything, uh, for this show, but, but the bottom line is, look, whether it's Chelsea, Liverpool, whatever, look, for me, I'm, I'm talking as a sports writer and as a fan who loves the game. Like, you want all the top clubs to be as great as can be because you want the best competition, you want the best soccer, but then again, Manchester United certainly does not fit in that category. Now, I will say this, even though I don't know if it really matters, because look, Manchester United was losing 6-1, and they did add two late goals to make it 6-3. Some might say, perhaps give a little bit of credit to Manchester United for not giving up. I mean, if you feel that way, then fine. I mean, I guess you can say 6-3 is obviously not as bad to, to 6-1, to but... But then again, you you ask yourself, why didn't they do this earlier? Like, why did they have to score two unanswered goals at the end of the game? I mean, in American football, y'all, we call that garbage garbage time stats. I mean, it's not just in American football; it's basically in American sports. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if they do the, they do the same thing around the world, but here in America, for all my loyal listeners around the world, and here what we say: when the team is already losing bad, and then they score these late points, whatever, whether it's basketball, hockey, American football or even soccer, we call that garbage time stats, okay? So, so in that case, I mean, I don't know, but it's clear to me that Manchester United simply got their asses kicked, and some, I mean, okay, if anybody's coming up with the excuse saying it's because they haven't played for a while, I mean, okay, if that was the case, Manchester City probably would have would have had a, a similar problem, but no, I mean, so, saying that they didn't play for a while, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to buy that crap, okay? I'm, I'm not going to buy it, come on. Let's be honest. If you if you love soccer the way I do, if you know about the game, I mean, come on. Maybe they were rusty, okay? But then again, there was the international break. So, I mean, too much unwanted drama, this international break. And right now, as far as this French national team goes, I kind of already let off my steam on that. But uh, I do, I'm still going to have to say it. But the French national team is uh, terrible right now. And uh, them in England are obviously not ready for the World Cup. But anyway... Like as, as as far as Manchester United goes, they simply got their asses kicked. They lacked the winning mentality. Some would say that either way they wouldn't have had a chance. I'm like, you know what? If they had tried harder, they wouldn't have lost the way they did. Okay, they they still could have put up a better game. Maybe still come up short. But you know what? Rather than saying they got their asses kicked, I would have gladly said it was a losing effort. And a losing effort has a bit of respect into that. It happens. All right. But Manchester United, and that it, it, it's clearly not the case because apparently they did not come ready to play. I mean, just right out of the blue, Manchester City just starts scoring goals and scoring goals and scoring goals, and Manchester United never n- never could have recovered after that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Joe, since I know that you're listening, I know that you've got a huge smile on your face, so I'm glad I'm make- I'm, I'm glad I'm making your day, buddy. <laughs> You know what's interesting is uh <laughs> you know you know with Joe it's it, it's interesting like Manchester City you know because it, it was a uh, here in America we have this time of the year we have NFL Sunday and, and, and as far as the American Football uh, League goes I mean his team was taking on my team his Washington Commanders were taking on my Dallas Cowboys so how fitting is it that earlier in the day he needs his blue team to win but then later in the day he needs his red team to win <laughs> Oh, Joe. <laughs> well, 
I got to be honest, Joe, the Cowboys and uh, Commanders game, uh, I know that's a different story. And I'll actually be uh, talking about that on my other show for those of you who also listen to that show. I definitely have a bit of credit to give to your uh, Washington Commanders. So so, so uh, tune into that one if you can, buddy, because I know that you're listening to this. But anyway, God bless you, Joe. But anyway, so going back to Manchester United and Manchester City, you know, looking at the match statistics, you know, 10 shots on target for Manchester City and total of 8 for Manchester United. So, I mean, you, you see, like, the 18, the shots on target, I mean, it's just unfortunate that Manchester United just could not convert. I mean, the game certainly would have been different, but but Manchester United's defense, whew. oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You know, according to this, no big chances missed, although I, I would honestly beg to, beg to differ, but we don't need to, uh, this time we really don't need to get it deep into that, but... But it's absolutely amazing how all six goals for Manchester City were provided with an assist. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is brilliant, unique teamwork right there. I mean, two hat-tricks, Phil Foden and Erling Holland. But you know, speaking of hat-tricks, I mean, you see all the assists right there. I mean, I mean even Erling Holland provided an assist as well. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Erling Holland does more than score goals. I mean, Erling Holland provided two assists, and Kevin De Bruyne provided two assists. So let me go through this. So De Bruyne provides two assists, okay, and then and then Holland provides two assists, and according to the, and, and, you know and a couple other players, you know, like that. So like that. So it's just it's unbelievable. Six goals, all with all with six with assists. <laughs> Oh man, oh man! I mean, just imagine having hat tr- having a good day when you have a hat trick and two assists. <laughs> now that is uh, that that is right right there is the passion at its finest, right there. Passion, being a team player, utilizing the brilliant art of teamwork. I mean, Manchester City, quite frankly, they won the game the only way you can, as a team, as a team. Okay, I mean. Th- <sighs> I, I just can't say it en- en- enough right there. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you can say whatever you want about Manchester City, but you cannot deny that, you know, they played brilliantly and that, quite frankly, Manchester United still, well, they still suck. <laughs> now I'm now I'm sure that Joe is laughing his ass off right now. <laughs> Manchester, because flat out, Manchester United still absolutely sucks. And for all you Man U fans, look, Nothing personal, but you cannot disagree with the fact that Manchester United, obviously, they got their asses kicked, and they're still not close to being a good team. And, yeah, they beat Arsenal, and, you know, of course, Arsenal beat Tottenham. And I'll certainly be talking about a couple other games, but it seems to me that Manchester United still has a major setback, and they got a lot to work on. But i got to be honest, my optimism has dropped once again, and my optimism level was basically back at being at 10%. It was previously at 20 and... There you go. So, so if Manchester United can pull it together, and and I really and I'm seriously hoping they do. Now with all the games that were postponed, I mean their game with Crystal Palace and Leeds United, I'm not sure exactly when they'll be rescheduled. But but moving forward, I mean they got a road game against Everton, and then hosting Newcastle at home, and then they got a match against Tottenham at home before being on the road against Chelsea in Premier League play. Manchester United better get it together and. Few days from now, on this Thursday, they have another Europa League uh, group stage game. So, Manchester United, you better get it together. So, final details about this game. Of course, Cristiano Ronaldo was on the bench, and of course, uh, Eric Ten Hag actually had something to say. And apparently, he said something about 
showing respect or something like that. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what to make of it. I'm, I'm sure that uh, Joe would confirm, and I'm sure Joe is probably just as uh, curious about this kind of uh, statement. I mean, Eric Ten Hag, I'll be honest. I mean, Eric Ten Hag is not a terrible manager. I mean, obviously, he's still new. I mean, you know, obviously, he tried something. It probably didn't work. I mean, he's got to take responsibility for this loss as well. But, you know, I'm not giving up on Eric Ten Hag just yet. But, you know, Ronaldo, I mean, again, you know, going back, you know, how Ronaldo's on the bench. I mean, when Ronaldo was on the bench against Arsenal, I mean, that was quite, you know, the surprise. Well, it was actually the game against Liverpool. You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, keeping, you know, keeping starting Ronaldo off on the bench is actually probably is definitely an idea that's actually helped the team. But but seeing Ronaldo not come in the game at all, I mean, that's where I'm kind of like, I don't think that was completely necessary. But, you know, but they know. Then again, what do I know? So, I mean, you know, Casemiro came in in the 59th minute. You know, I, I'd imagine things probably would have been better if he had come in earlier. But, but the team just, you know, I mean, Marcus Rashford did not look. You know, there was a problem. I mean, Varane, you know, was substituted out of the game early. I don't even. I, I wonder, you know, if 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 it's another injury. Because if it's another injury, then that's just not good. I mean, that that's only a, a bigger problem for the French national team. Uh, well, apparently, yep, it, it does actually uh, involve an injury, and you got to see what, if, if, there's a, if, if there's an update. Yep, sustained, sustained an injury, of course, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, 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 so I really don't even know how much, I mean, I'd, I'd imagine Varane's probably going to miss a game or two. Wouldn't be surprised if he missed, missed more, but... The, the injury bug continues to hit. I mean, that's already a big problem for the French national team. And quite frankly, I mean, as far as the French national team goes, uh, Arsenal's William Saliba, he needs to uh, he needs to actually be called up to the French national team. So let's definitely see how that goes. I mean, w William Saliba, I mean, th this dude is playing terrifically. So that's it between Manchester United and Manchester City. So, you know, Manchester City overall, you know, proves just how uh, Manchester United really is. Uh, totally terrible. So a couple of other games I want to take a look at from the Premier League. Well, like that is uh, basically, you know, Liverpool. Well, the bad luck continues for that. I mean... That's another. That's another. That's another reason to put a huge smile on Joe's on <laughs> Joe's face. A hey, Liverpool still, you know, struggling. I mean, you know, losing, oh, tying with uh, Brighton. Interesting, like that. You know, I think you know Liverpool. You know, at one point Liverpool was you know losing two nothing. Then they managed to tie it, and then they take the lead, and then in the closing minutes, you know, they cough it up again, and it ends up it ends up being a three to three draw. Man, you know, Robert Firmino, you know, scored twice, you know, to tie the game. And Mohamed Salah, along with Diaz, you know, both provided provided assists on that one. <laughs> oh, you know, six shots on target, you know, for Liverpool and six for Brighton. You know, and both teams with three big chances missed. Man, that just, that just goes to show how completely different the game certainly would have gone, but... I really don't know much to say. I mean, check that. You know, and here I am, like, already giving a, li a live look at the li at the table. You know, Arsenal on top with seven wins and one loss. Manchester City in second with six wins, and six wins and two draws. You know, how amazing is it that the the, the, the undefeated team is in is in second place? Hmm. 
But you know, but I'm sure I'm sure Manchester City is going to be saying to themselves soon that is going to change. And quite frankly, I'm I'm not I'm not going to deny that. I mean, Manchester City can certainly uh, pull a few surprises, whether it's negative or positive. I mean, sometimes Manchester City, Manchester City does come short, but then again, nobody's perfect. So Brian's in fourth. I mean, how about that? And Manchester United dropped down to sixth, which you know, which, which they're lucky. I mean, it could have been worse, but but they got to go back on the winning on the winning end, and they better stay on it if they want any chance of finishing in the top four. Which I really don't. I really believe that is certainly a long shot in the dark. You know, Chelsea, who actually just won their recent game, I believe, against Crystal Palace, they're up in fifth. But, you know, Liverpool's down in ninth. So, man, you know, Leicester City is. Has a three nothing lead right now against Nottingham Forest, and Nottingham Forest is you know on their way to being buried in the in the bottom of the Premier League. Man, man, oh man, oh man. Also, speaking of uh, Chelsea, that win against Crystal Palace, two to one. Well, unfortunately, it's still uh, still a bit disappointing to see Christian Pulisic, you know, starting on the bench and. Of course, speaking of Christian Pulisic, you know the U- the U.S. men's national team is not ready for the World Cup at all. But it was good to see Christian Pulisic, you know, provide provide the assist in in a in Manchester. Excuse me, in Chelsea's goal in the, in the ninetieth minute. You know, you know, coming off off the, off the bench, you know, Gallagher scored the goal and Pulisic provided the assist. So, you know, seeing the big chances missed. Apparently, this you know Chelsea had one big chance missed. So. Both teams are three shots on target. Looking at the defense, you know, Crystal Palace, 14 clearances while Chelsea had 12. You know, nine interceptions for Chelsea. So, you know, kind of looking at the, uh, take a look, look at the starting lineup. You know, we haven't heard, I haven't heard about Angelo Conte in a while, but it's clear to me that the dude probably doesn't have much, doesn't really have anything else to go on now. I mean, the, the dude can't, can't stay healthy. He wasn't even on the bench, so I'm not sure exactly how much longer Angolo Conte is out, but I don't expect to see him anytime soon. I mean, Christian Pulisic came in in the 84th minute uh, in re- relieving Mason Mount. So, you know, Raheem Sterling, you know, played the entire played the entire way. <sighs> yeah, Chelsea's just, you know, all, all the drama going on right now. I mean... As far as I'm concerned, I mean the the future with, with as far as Pulisic goes, it's unknown, and I'm not sure what's going on. Also with Edouard Mendy, I haven't heard about him in a while. Uh, um, he's actually a knee injury, all the, a knee injury, so right now. But you know, as far as uh, Mendy, Mendy goes, I think you know he's he had been benched, you know, even before I think the supposed injury. I mean, I'm not really sure exactly what's going on with. Uh, with Mendy, but I just know that Chelsea is uh, a lot of unwanted drama, and it kind of seems like more and more unwanted drama just keeps hitting the team right in the face. So, but Chelsea got but Chelsea got the win. Might not be the prettiest might not be the prettiest win, but they got the win. They got the three points, and of course, you know that would be what matters. They got it at, at Selhurst Park. So, so Chelsea now you know basically right above Manchester United in, in the standings, and now we finally get to. Arsenal and Tottenham. I know. <sighs> well, uh, that's surprising. See, it, it, it was amazing seeing how to see like Gabriel Jesus, you know, having another goal. You know, Harry Kane scoring off of a penalty. 
you know, Arsenal actually took the lead in the 20th minute only for Harry Kane to equalize 11 minutes later off of a penalty. You know, only three shots on target for Tottenham, and they made one of them count. Now, I'd imagine that Hugo Lloris did not start this match because he had picked up an injury while on, while on uh, international duty, and, and that's, you know, something that Joe and Zach, you know, you know, bring up all the time, and of course, they've expressed their frustration with the international brace, and, you know, I mean, I, and I feel the same way, too. I mean, these... In okay, no, actually, no, Hugo Lloris did actually start the match. Okay. Well, that's, that's a surprise. I was not aware of that. So, Hugo Lloris did actually, pay, did, did actually get the start. But, fortunately, not, not so much of a great day for him, right? Ah, oh, man. Yeah, so I'm so worried about the French national team now. It's going to cut... I have a feeling that even though I, I want them... Even though, like I said, if that's what it takes to bring in Zidane, then fine. But still, it's going to be tough. But, man, this, this French national team, the injuries, the, the arrogance, the behavior, it's, it's absolutely unbearable. And quite frankly, it's, it's out of line and it's, and it's an embarrassment. Let me, just, let me just say that. Oh, man. And, you know, seeing the interesting lineups, you know, between the, the two clubs. Man, three defenders, four midfielders, and three three uh, forwards, you know, for Tottenham. You know, four defenders for Arsenal. And two midfielders and three strike, and then three forwards and then the lone striker. And, you know, of course, Tottenham deploys Harry Kane on his own, too. Man. You know, seeing a, a London derby like this, you know, in, in such a high... It, exciting game like this <laughs> you know Manchester United fans can gloat that you know the fact that Arsenal wins you know in, in a great way and Manchester United fans can gloat about the fact that they beat this Arsenal team I'm like yeah but here's the deal I mean, you go from that is then you, you end up getting your you get, end up getting embarrassed by Manchester City I mean Arsenal took that and, and then basically kind of went back to winning so so Ar Arsenal's honestly the one you know really that I mean basically gloating about it really doesn't it doesn't really mean anything because Arsenal's on top of the freaking Premier League. I mean Manchester United is down in sixth, so so Manchester United fans, you should not be laughing at all whatsoever. So oh yeah 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 yeah, but Arsenal man playing tremendously. <laughs> you know watching the highlights. I mean it's really good to see you know Arsenal play at such a such such a passionate way right now. You know playing you know just so sublime soccer. You know, for me, as a person who doesn't really have an official club, who just enjoys the game, but also speaking in sports writing perspective, you know, it's good to see Arsenal doing, you know, ha having the success they are having so far. And, and I can honestly hope, it, all I can say is, is I hope they continue to do it because I'd like to spend more time talking about Arsenal, even writing about them, you know, and, and you know, in a positive manner. I really don't want to ex remind everybody of, of the struggles because everything, everything Arsenal's gone through for so long, I mean... Arsenal wants to return to the Champions League, and they know that, that if they want to return to the Champions League, they're going to have to earn it. So if they keep it up, then there'll be no denying that they had earned the, they had earned their spot in the Champions League. So, so Gunners, keep up the good work. That's all I can say. Ladies and gentlemen, before I let you go, I'd like to remind you that Into the Net FC is proudly brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as Major League Soccer and the European Soccer Circuit. So if you are looking to shop at Fanatics, just find the link in the episode description. You can start shopping and take advantage of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans out there... 
www.shop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. So if you're looking to get your pro wrestling merch and take advantage of the best deals in the world, just find the link in the episode description. You can get started immediately. And finally, Into the Net FC is also proudly brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus allows you to stream the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Plans start at just $4.99 per month. You can even cancel at any time. So subscribe now, and you can even get a free trial. So if you're looking to sign up, just find the link in the episode description. You can set up your account in less than two minutes, and you can immediately start binge-watching your favorite shows, as well as watch some soccer. And Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me today, and I will see you all next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.